Chapter Twenty of Dorothy Dale in the City by Margaret Penrose. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter Twenty: A Thickened Plot. This is becoming a habit," said Dorothy to Tavia as they climbed the steps of the Fifth Avenue bus, homeward bound after a few morning hours spent in the shopping district, the day after the skating party. Everybody seems to have the habit too commented tavia we can shop steadily for two hours and still not purchase anything that's what i find so fascinating to me the charm of shopping lies in being able to buy anything that inspires one at the moment and then calmly return it the next day in that way we can really possess for a few hours almost anything we set our hearts on said dorothy gleefully like returning the brass horses and finger bowls said tavia not to mention the rows of books and boxes of handkerchiefs. Dorothy opened a box of chocolates as she spoke, and the candy occupied their attention for several minutes. The bus stopped for a man who had hastily crossed the street in front of it. He climbed the steps and sat directly opposite the girls from the country. Tavia was busy with her thoughts and did not see him. Dorothy, however, noticed him, but said nothing to Tavia because, for one frightened moment, she remembered him as the stranger who had so closely watched Tavia on the lake the morning before. To divert attention, she began to talk rapidly. I'm so sorry Bob cannot stay after tomorrow morning, she said. At mention of Bob's name, Tavia turned her head toward the sidewalk and away from the stranger. Do you recall the first time we met him, Tavia? I don't recall much about Bob, said Tavia diffidently. I think he is too domineering. He is always preaching to me. He takes a brotherly interest in your welfare, teased Dorothy, for Bob was the one subject on which Tavia could really be teased. Ned seems to have lost his place of big brother to Tavia, she continued, meanwhile casting sideways glances at the man opposite. He sat staring deliberately at Tavia, and Dorothy was just about to suggest that they leave the bus and rid themselves of the man's distasteful glances, when Tavia glanced across the aisle and recognized the real estate agent. For some reason, that Tavia could not then fathom, she trembled and quickly jumped up, saying to Dorothy, Let's get off here. I'd rather walk the rest of the way, wouldn't you? As Dorothy had been about to suggest that very thing, she looked in surprise from the man to Tavia and saw him raise his hat. This is a very fortunate meeting, said Mr. Akerson to Tavia. I couldn't have asked for anything more timely. Mrs. White, your aunt, expects to be at my office in twenty minutes, and she expressed a desire over the telephone to have you girls meet her there. How strangely things happen. I am so fortunate as to be able to deliver the message, and you will get there almost as soon as she will. He spoke easily and with a slight smile about his lips. My aunt, repeated Tavia, mystified. Isn't Mrs. White your aunt? he asked. Mrs. White is my aunt, interrupted Dorothy. Who are you, please? Mr. Akerson, Mrs. White's real estate manager. Have I the pleasure of addressing her niece? Dorothy assented with a quick nod of her head. But we were not informed of her visit to your office, she said quickly. Do just as you like said Mr. Akerson coolly. I get off here. I only thought it lucky to have had the pleasure of carrying out Mrs. White's wishes. Don't misunderstand me, he added. I did not start out to hunt through the New York shops for you. It was merely a happy coincidence that we met. Mrs. White phoned me after you left, 
and merely mentioned that she was coming downtown and wished she could meet you. Well, I've an engagement on this block for five minutes, and then I return to meet Mrs. White in my office. He left the bus, and the girls just stared. How did that man know us? cried Dorothy, too astounded to think of any answer to her own question. I know how he knew me, said Tavia grimly, but how did he know I knew? Oh, dear me, it's all knows and news. What am I trying to say? Can people in New York sense relationship as folk pass by on top of buses? questioned Dorothy of the dazzling sunlight. Why, queried Tavia, should Aunt Winnie tell him that she wanted us to meet her at his office? Or how, demanded Dorothy, did he happen to be in just this section of the city and jump on our very bus? But Mrs. White may even now be waiting for us, anxiously hoping for our arrival, exclaimed Tavia, though of course she couldn't guess he would meet us. It must be a strange chance, as he says. Of course we start downtown immediately, declared Dorothy. I know the address. Well, Dorothy, said Tavia mysteriously, Mr. Akerson may be a shrewd businessman and be playing a skillful game, but I am not one whit afraid to go directly to his office and see the whole thing through to the end. It's exactly what I intend to do, said Dorothy decidedly. This, I rather feel, may be our unexpected opportunity to quickly squelch the well-laid plans of this man. But, Tavia, aren't you just a little bit dubious about going alone? Hadn't we better return home first? No, we'll take the next car downtown, and we must work together to lay bare the real facts, declared Tavia, as they ran for a downtown Broadway car. End of chapter 20